0: You're with Pastor Troy right here. We're getting excited. We got a special program for you. You're going to be seeing over the next few weeks until we get ready for season two. You're going to be seeing the best of the On The Dock season one. These will be coming at you hard and steady. Once you get them out there, check them out, help us get them out to your friends. We want to see you on YouTube, Spotify, and iTunes as well, but this is the best of, get this, the best of season one get ready for it we're going to be coming at you with a super season two coming up this august we'll see you soon enjoy this episode of on the dock season one best of With Pastor Troy. We've got an incredible show for you. Get ready if you're driving. I mean, put two seatbelts on. This is going to be one when you're going to need it. Uh, you bet If you're driving, don't watch us on YouTube right now. I think I'm going
1: to need a seatbelt. Spotify,
0: <laughs> Spotify, iTunes, all that. But you might want to pull over. This is the time to get go get something, sit down. If you're at home, get something, drink, hit the pause on whatever you're listening to, and get something and sit down and don't move for the next 40 minutes or so. This is going to be a powerful, powerful episode. We've got just a whole damn backed up of stuff to talk about with Haley, and it's going to be incredible. So uh, again, on the dock is all about conversations to propel your faith. We're not going to propel your faith we're going to kick your tail out of the shallows on this episode and into Mm -hmm. the deep we're going to equip you with some tools to help you understand this incredible subject and we'll get to that in just one second i'm glad you're watching us i don't know how you're watching us but go check out our other platforms youtube spotify itunes google Podcasts, facebook Roku, rumble and Sermonet. and check us out on social media facebook instagram telegram and twitter when you find us put out good comments we love to hear from you but mostly subscribe hit like notify share and tell other people about this show you're going to love this show it's going Be great go back and watch the first three parts and you're going to learn a lot and when you find us hey we want you to be part of us on the dock has a way you can go to on the dock at Go to Patreon, download the app if you want, and you can become an on the doc partner. You can become let me show my coffee cup. You can become an on the dock partner or supporter. We'll get you one of these cups. We've got some of these cups. And Ruth, you don't know this, but we'll have to get you something to pack it in because you came with just like a backpack. <laughs> but you get a cup when you leave. So Ooh. you can go home with a reminder of this time. So it's a well
1: insulated cup.
0: It is a very well insulated cup here. So Excellent become our sponsor friend at Patreon. If you can't find how to do that, you don't know how to download that app. Don't worry. Go to onthedock.org. There will be a link there to get you there, as well as a link to all of our platforms. You can always email us if you can't do anything email info at dock.org and donna will call and talk you through it all right we're back on the stage here with our team here at on the dock got mother beth to my right hey hello mother beth hi there there we go <laughs> and we got ruth 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 jane suffocate here on the platform thank you ruth yeah, Thanks we're gonna, for having me. we're gonna cut ruth here loose in a second we're gonna get that harvard out I'm of her in a it i'm ready for it i'm ready for i think uh,
1: actually i'm i'm probably not probably
0: <laughs> not <laughs> yeah you're ready you're ready for re- 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 i'm
1: already rethinking everything i've said and like I, I, so I know, I,
0: know. I, know. I am i am too but it's we're fine, doing we're doing okay. okay and 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 for for the record our, our 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 program producer today is uh bill long bill's doing an incredible job uh today this is the first time to run this lucas is on much needed vacation he's our techno wizard and bill is stepping in for him bill's going to do one of those complex ones uh very soon we're gonna do our zoom one coming up next so he, he's be re- Bill's an incredible it guy knows all about that stuff he runs a lot of this stuff for our church on Sundays but I uh, appreciate him stepping in Bill thank you very much he's not mic'd up or camera up like we do sometime with Lucas because we're out of mics because we got the full table but I, we appreciate you Bill and after this podcast we're gonna go get us some Buffalo Wild Wings yes. and have a little treat we deserve <laughs> it here yes. so we've got Ruth here and then uh, we're talking now in the mosaic initiative series part four our walkaway series roundtable discussion and we're looking forward to doing that we've got at the table from the mosaic initiative is there exactly Executive director and founder Haley Adelini. Haley, welcome back again. Thanks for having me. I will show real quickly her beautiful family. Tell us about Ben. You got Ben, your husband, our worship leader.
1: I never can stop talking about how cool he is, but he puts up with me.
0: And you got Luca and Zion. Those are two of my favorites. Yeah. I love your kids. Your kids are wonderful. Luca
1: Luca is just, just a little sweetheart.
0: I'll tell you he what he has
1: decided. He wants to be a fireman in Germany when he yeah. grew, a daddy a daddy fireman in Germany when I he like grows that. up. There you go. Specifically,
0: they, they all come and greet me each time. <laughs> oh, and Zion's yeah. always beautifully dressed with beautiful dresses. She and twirls. she's tough. She's, t- she's she's a lot very so tough. So my
1: son is a hundred percent his dad. Like just a lot of his dad in him. And my daughter. I think naming her after like a mountain was like somewhat prophetic and she has lived up to the name and if if yeah. there is ever a third child it will be named like peace and calm
0: <laughs> you deserve that yeah
1: because she's living up to it she's got so much of her mom in her it's yeah. it's both terrifying and it's thrilling and i'm excited for it but she i have to get on her the most about like she'll have my son like pinned uh-huh. in like seconds yeah oh, she's I feisty that. i yeah. like it
0: Well, we've been looking at the mosaic initiative, you can go back and watch the first three episodes It's been just incredible. We talked about the organization as a whole. We looked at your local work, we looked at your international work, we got in lots of different paths and stuff, went down all (laughs) kinds of molehills. This subject of sex trafficking is huge. Uh, The mosaic initiative is all about combating sex trafficking and exploitation globally. You can check out their mission statement on their website, we'll give you information to that. It's in the show notes, you can see it already in the description. And we've been talking about the whole topic of sex trafficking. Sex trafficking is a form of human trafficking. It's a subset that we're looking at it's specifically about the exploitation of a person for purposes of sexual nature sex trafficking can look different depending on your cultural uh your contacts but in every context the outcome is the same exploitation of the vulnerable by persons in power is what causes it and this is oppression oppression is not a good thing and it's a modern day slavery Uh, right now wouldn't you guys agree that there's as many people being exploited right now sexually and human trafficking as well as probably as any time in civilization is, yeah, that, is that what you found yeah. that, ruth your, your studies show that at all
2: yeah i mean that's that's what it's all the, the stories thing say.
0: right yeah. now we're i we think it's all it's always been going on but i absolutely. do think it's at an all-time high because people can move so far so fast they yeah. can get places they can move plus they can be used on it doesn't just have to be physically done people can be exploited online yeah through photographs pornography lots of ways we've been learning all that so yeah, i think we were talking
1: about that earlier like just a minute ago that like what is it's it's hard to get like a scope of something that's underground or like secretive mm-hmm. in nature well and it's
0: always been underground yeah. but now it's above ground on yeah. ground online i think there's offline. a more
1: awareness of it and it's hard to judge like is it happening more or less but i i yeah. do think that we can at least agree on the access to to vulnerable people is at it's, an all-time and high it's certainly because more of visible. Social, yeah mm-hmm, yes. we, we can't because play, of we online don't know. because of social media because of apps like right like i mean mean, even like on Minecraft when you're talking like ch- on chat room like whatever it is like yeah. there's so much more access to people yeah. and, and there's there's more ways
2: to exploit people yeah too.
1: And if right. to more people if you so like use one image can be shared yeah like one image
0: can be shared if the whole you use world. Google search engine yeah. you've all seen stuff you don't want to see yeah you yeah. can you can just search almost Phew. anything yeah. If you put the White House in the search engine, email, you like, will yeah. get the most dirty stuff because they already got whitehouse.com. And it's a, you know, yeah. they, they people have gone out and engineered their sites to trap you.
3: But even and, kids yeah. playing games online. Yeah. People get There's on like there into him. the chat. They groom they them. them. Yeah, yeah. And they'll pretend like they're a kid.
0: Yeah. I'm a 12-year-old and 10 buck two like you. And no, they're not. There's some 42-year-old yeah. pervert that never left their mom's basement. And I've to, seen
3: it happen. I w- oh, absolutely. Absolutely
1: i read an article recently where it's like a mom like a girl like snuck her phone to a camp had it one week and like in that time frame was able to like get exploited for yes. nude photos and they very really quick. couldn't very get quick. them taken down very easily so yeah. so but that was happening even when i was a in in middle school
0: it's always been happening right. it's just so much yeah access to our children is every one of our children have a phone or computer now they're not just accessed by the local people the local family people you know they can be accessed from anybody around the world yeah. of any kind of nature so, so the communication
3: access and awareness yeah, yeah. i would say is more important than ever then and things move faster communication with your children we talked about this a
1: little bit in the last episode but like i said open honest and often conversations i think are going to go a lot further like creating because they
3: are going to run yeah and just like
1: having a healthy like sexual like i mean again healthy sexual culture in your home like creating that is going to go so much further than like yes there it feels a little overwhelming as a parent right now like with all the different kinds of access that people could have to your children. Yeah. But what goes the, mo- the furthest is like empowering your children to know that they have consent, they have choices. And if those things are, if people are not respecting that or what, it, or, or trying to get, you know, like are uh, having unhealthy sexual um, interactions with your children, like them feeling empowered to be able to share that with you. And mm-hmm. and even in those cases, maybe they won't, but like, you know, you. You wanna create that environment in your home.
0: When you feel or hear that as a parent, take it seriously, investigate it. Yeah. It may be nothing, it may be just idle thing, but don't just, don't, don't don't snooze off today. Hey, Haley, you mentioned in the previous episode, just real quick on this only, cause we wanna get into this. Uh, it, you mentioned on your website, having some resources to help yeah, parents, books yeah, yeah. and stuff. Just real quick on that.
1: Yeah, so if you go to our website at themosaicinitiative.org, you up on can the screen. sign up um, for our resource list. It should like pop up as like, to subscribe to the emails. Mm-hmm honestly we don't do a ton of emails so you're not going to get like a crazy amount of things and you can always unsubscribe but we have this awesome list it took me quite a while but a long list of all these different resources it ranges from like if you have a disclosure from your kid where to where to find a center near you how to get them the best the best advocacy um, so that they don't have to tell their story over and over and over and over again Um, how like from that to like books on like teaching consent starting at a young age Um, that were suggested to me by people in this field um all the way down to you know um, articles on like more specific articles on trafficking and things like that if you're interested so it's kind of a big scope of different resources. And, and, and on a
0: pastoral note, make sure your church has a policy on vetting their, their volunteers and staff that are working oh, with juveniles. Uh, we do it here at community faith church. Don't be ashamed of that. Get policies and procedures. When yeah, be, when, even adults too, you edu- know? Like all, all the way around, check everybody yeah. out. And then when mother and Beth and I moved here, I did. This has been my policy for years. I don't counsel the other sex alone. My wife's always been present. If I can't, I'll bring in a staff person if she's not present. But when I moved here, my office is two layers in, had no windows, Doors. I look at him. Said, I will not set foot in that office. Yeah. you put a hole in that wall and a window Somebody says, what kind of curtain I don't need a curtain yeah no. there's nothing I need a curtain for so we don't have it and you know what's funny is all the windows you see in all the other offices came afterwards mm-hmm. everybody else said great idea and we've knocked holes in every yeah, office door so policy so, because I spent a hundred thousand dollars going to seminary and getting my doctorate gosh I can't imagine what you did at Harvard that's gonna be greater <laughs> than that but 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 I spent a hundred thousand at Emory and SMU by far more than that I'm still not done paying for all that I'm still paying my student loans Ruth is that scary at fifty four? Yeah, that's, that's are you because serious? because we
3: deferred them. We deferred so them
0: for masters and doctors. <laughs> so I finished in twenty twenty six, and I'm paying like five hundred bucks a month. Yeah. So if it you makes feel bad, really hey, that if, you feel, nice if you feel bad for me out there, feel free to send a send a payment to Pastor Troy benetton Community <laughs> Bay Church. I'd cash out, cash out, yeah. please. Uh, listen, but, but what I want to say here most importantly is that uh, I totally lost my thought policies and procedures uh, are yeah, really yeah. Important. make <laughs> yeah. sure you have them we, we made them put the window in and it's not because I'm doing anything wrong I value my education and training and the last thing I want to do is lose it because of something that yeah. I could have prevented myself yeah the second thing right. is I don't counsel people of the other sex specifically and even today gosh you're going to start thinking about whether you want to even do the same sex alone yeah just like discern
1: like and, and outside of just like policies and procedures it's a safeguard but like like a firewall if you will yeah. but like have like learning discernment
0: and protect yourself to look, yeah. protect your right. asset and the one thing my wife knows if she's there with me that nobody can we're together in this so so yeah. use right. smart things be yeah. smart look if you want ex-
1: good examples of policies and procedures and you're in like the church environment you could probably even apply them to groups outside of that if you right. ha- like own a business and, or
0: something and we did talk about um,
1: uh, it's look, on rafa.org I, it yeah. right? I just brought it up for you I have everything in the round I think I can it's drag under their resource page so if you
0: go go to, to rafa.org rafa. yes look for the resource page not the culture of care page. The culture of care may have some stuff you'd be interested in. Yeah, and, absolutely. Yeah. But go check out Rafa. They've got good materials. Uh, there's some stuff out there by a company called, an uh, organization called Safe Sanctuaries as well. Yeah. I think you can do that as well. Now, let's, I'm going to turn Ruth Blues first. Okay. Ruth <laughs> is first because I think she's got some ideas and some subject. I want to let her go first and then I'll fire in the next round. So, Ruth, you're up. Batter up.
2: Okay. Well, I've got a couple of questions, but I'll start with one and we'll see where we go from there. Tear her up. Okay. Get her. No, that's that's
1: not my intention
2: I at know. all. He's been Ruth saying is so this
0: nice. all day yeah. to me.
1: I wasn't nervous. Was and he's never like, my Are you intention. nervous? She's gonna tear you. No. Get her Ruth. <laughs> Poor Ruth.
2: <laughs> well, my question is about um, the idea of good intentions because I think yeah. it's something that came up in our first couple of conversations. It comes yeah. up so much when we're talking about aid work. Um, this idea that like you know before we say anything negative about an organization we say oh their intentions are so good yeah. but 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 and i personally am of the opinion that like good intentions really don't matter that much especially no. when you're working in you yeah. know a situation like this where each person's life is so precious there's such high potential for error you could really ruin somebody's life or prevent Mm -hmm. them from getting the healing that they need by making a mistake you could cause more harm and that could really do horrible things so i don't know what do you what are your opinions like working in this industry working with so many different organizations about this idea of good intentions like oh they had good intentions i definitely say it's
1: intimidating um and to some degree because um you know and, and i think that's why i'm like so I think i'm trying to be really honest with myself of what my limit limitations are so like i don't have a degree in psychology i don't have any of those things i know what my gifts like my gifts and my skill set is and i really try to stay within those and when i don't know something i ask and i learn and i try and i like right now like a lot of this year has been like looking up trainings that i can uh go to that i can learn looking at you know if I go back for my degree, specific like part of the reason I don't have my degree was halfway through it, I realized like this is actually not going to be helpful for what I'm doing, and I almost need like a mixture of things. And so, it's been like a a journey on that of like just learning and being a constant learner and never feeling like I re like I'm really try to have a like a standpoint of like I'm never gonna I I don't think I'll ever be happy of where I'm at of like knowing enough of like about it, um, and, and being really like using a lot of discernment. But I like 100% agree with you. Um, one of my favorite books is called When Helping Hurts. It's yeah. poverty alleviation um, without, so it's it's all about, um, gosh, I don't remember the full title, but it's a great book. Absolutely recommend it, wonderful. Please 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 read it so, if you so do any philosophical define, define, define what it
0: is is it's, define it yeah
1: please. so what the book is is it's all about the idea of that like intentions aren't enough and and that sometimes we really mean to be doing um, good things but we end up causing more harm than good
0: and that can come because yeah. somebody that's leading an organization doesn't understand the cultural ramification yeah or, 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 or maybe, we come in with like savior our, our, complexes or we don't or Maybe know, they yeah. open up things but they're not prepared to deal with the stress yeah. wounds that come yeah. There's can be so many ways. so many levels so many ways. Of, a lot of it I find and some is of it me.
1: you have to learn through right. failure but some of it is can be Avoid, like a lot, most of it should be. But they avoided. can also
0: come in with a religious agenda that's very absolutely. narrow-minded. Oh, so yeah, they're not, absolutely. you know, they can come in and and, and if basically somebody that's already being oppressed, they can come in with another yeah. oppressive spirit. Conditional care, conditional care. I, I think yeah, you I, see
1: that a lot actually. Like if you do this, you have to do this in this field, and like like you have to be a part of our. My episode. biggest thing
0: to. that I see in this area. Yeah is to tell the difference is in in our church in my background and when i train our pastors overseas is we have a thing called apprentice journeyman and craftsman we mm-hmm. use that i know it's used in old male language but you, you can change it to be neutral but in the trades you apprentice you learn under somebody that's done it you you walk alongside a ministry that's doing it and then you think about starting your own yeah. expertise you become a crafts person so i i find when i see a ministry that sprouts up doing work in the pit and they have no apprentice they have no training they haven't walked alongside somebody else i get nervous really quick yeah. because they're telling me they're learning in the trench when you're learning in the trench you're learning at the cost of somebody else at the cost yeah, yeah you would not casualties. want your surgeon to go this is my first act of those. Casualties. i saw one on youtube yeah. so i'm doing one
2: yeah there's such a high like tolerance for error in the aid industry and it's like really yeah. but you're like, dealing with an inflicted, a conflicted
0: right. soul already now yeah. you're doing amateur work with it and you're just tearing open wounds i mean it's, yeah. it isn't intimidating be
1: but it's also like it needs to be like I think that there needs to be a level of like oh my gosh this is very important this is someone's life I need to make sure I know what I'm doing. like you know and and I think that that's really why like we created the organization the way that we did was because I saw so much error Mm -hmm. um from good intentions but like literally, some of it like too is like a lot of these organizations have pioneered the way and had to learn because they didn't know, well, well, we, and we, they've learned. So how
0: like we now almost we need like need a star rating them. on some though because because I think yeah some organizations, that's one yeah. of the
1: things people have proposed is like how to. Um, there's kind of navigate like giving almost like some sort of rating. There's a there's a good website. Um, I don't remember
2: what it's called. I can look it up after we finish recording. But I took a class uh, at school on philanthropy and nonprofit organizations, and there are websites Watchdogs out there. yeah. yeah. Gold, Gold, Star. Gold Star, Guide, is one. Guide
1: Star, GuideStar, yeah. 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 The, the, the Star, thing yeah. Is, is, that's like super focused on So I like it a, yeah. Philanthropy,
0: but but yeah. let me say this though, even though GuideStar is focused on your your nine nineties and all that stuff, yeah. The fact that at least if you're doing it, if they're doing yeah, that, yeah. and you can go in. The 990s, you can see who the people are in the organization, yeah. You, yeah. Then, you can, then you can use the names to vet them yeah. back. Yeah, it's see. a good model. Like, it's a I good think start. Yeah. Something
2: like that should exist for not just like what is going to happen to your money, but yeah. what work they are But I think do. the biggest
0: right. thing I see is when you look at people doing this kind of work, do they have experience sitting under somebody? Have they learned? They've grown. Yeah. They, they've developed a character. They've not just run out and started the ministry. I, hey, the Lord called me into Thailand, yeah. and praise the Lord, I'm here. Mm. And That's you a lot have of what no idea. Focused
1: on this, like, first couple of years of found, like of of being founded, is uh, like I've spent a lot of time trying to seek that out because that isn't my educate. Like, you know, I I'm more self educated, but I like for example, I just signed up to learn about a mentorship program that is. Um, Not necessarily something i i will do because i'm i don't think i'm prepared for that yet but um also like it's all about a mentorship program on like how to walk alongside someone to help them set up residential facilities Mm. and it's very mentorship based and i would there's no way i would even consider doing that unless i had that in place Mm -hmm. um but outside of that it's like now i know that i can like give this resource to other groups that are looking into it because it's absolutely needed. Yeah,
0: I don't think we have to all feel like we need to start our own ministry. I think we can find others are doing it. Yeah, that's the first
1: thing I did when I started my thing is I looked for organizations like mine.
0: Walk alongside it for a while. And maybe God's calling you to a specialized niche, you know? I -hmm. don't know if it is. My mentor, Fred Bishop, go back and watch our opening series. It's like episode uh, six or seven. And it's Pastor Troy's mentors. They teach you that when Fred started his ministry, He walked along Sammy Tippett and carried his luggage for years before he broke into his own ministry. He walked along beside somebody doing what he wanted to do, though Fred would have a little different calling. He spent some time when when doctors go through medical school, they do intern or residency in different fields. Mm -hmm. They learn competency, then they move into their specialty. You don't start in your specialty, you develop an understanding of the whole body. If you're going to go to Thailand or go to. Uh, Laos, you need to go learn the culture, learn a little bit of the language, maybe spend some time with the organization that's already there, then you can break out and begin to speak as God calls you to but you got to pay your dues. So I guess what I want to say, Ruth, I think it's a beautiful thing. I think there's good intentions, and they can good intentions can End up being the worst thing that ever happens. Mm-hmm. But I think what we want to have as Christians, and we're all Christians at the table, we want to have godly intentions. And godly intentions pay their dues and they make sure they're equipped. The Bible says, a study to show thyself approved, a workman unashamed. Uh, rightly dividing the word of truth make sure you're preparing yourself and and do it in due season and due time right i think that's true and i think your organization can really help a lot with that as you evaluate and
3: recommend and
1: like that's something that we want to help with but it's also something that we're trying to do ourselves if that makes sense like like uh you know we i had a couple people push me towards doing like trainings right away and like and maybe some of it's like insecurity and imposter syndrome on my part I, I do know a decent amount about trafficking I've been in the fields for a while but I'm not going to do something with my organization we're not going to be facilitating something unless I feel comfortable in our ability to actually train people in it right so we're spending a lot of time and that's what I like about our organization is it's, it's, it's you know I'm not afraid to admit like our limitations Mm -hmm. and learn from people who are better than me because there are so many people that are know so much more than me and i just desire to learn from them Mm -hmm. and so like that's why i have like different kinds of goals i have these goals that are you know way far out and i have these goals that are closer and you know the things that i want to do far out i'm hoping that in facilitating and finding all these resources for other groups i'm learning so much and at one and at some point we'll be able to use them ourselves for different things right so yeah, I think it's really important that you hit on that because that's actually a large reason why I I started the organization was because I felt like there were so many groups that were they they go out because they have this heart for justice and they want something to be done and you know, I think Good at,
0: intentions I think apathy, but not right. Yeah, nothings. and
1: it's hard it's hard because apathy <laughs> yeah. plagues our the western church more than anything i've ever seen i think if anything's killing the church is apathy yeah.
0: but but and a lack but of compassion. going out with good intentions but the wrong methods yeah. can also create more apathy because it creates absolutely damage. It's, it's, absolutely it's and i and too. i don't
1: think that people think of long term like we want short-term solutions and mm-hmm. and very rarely will we play the long game and have Long-term, but the bad Sustainable part, approaches. Want but right. also
0: everybody today wants to do things instantly. Yeah, and they want to YouTube it and do this. So you, and then you, you they want to be recorded. It's
1: like definitely plays along with like the savior complex too of like. You want to come in as this like superior like you know there's a superiority. You want to the hero. yeah the hero. you want people
2: to yeah. think you did yeah, all exactly this great stuff right. yeah instead yeah. of being humble and learning and from, and learning. from taking others taking your time yeah yeah
1: i listen, think that's the biggest thing listen, is learning from others well the human
0: trafficking yeah. sex trafficking guys it's not listen it's not going to disappear overnight it's been here forever and ever and so you taking time to learn to do it right in the right method and learning and training will actually cause you to do more good yeah, than harm, so. yeah. and you'll also be able to sustain it longer. So if you take time up front, you'll actually be better in the long run. You'll do a better For service, sure. yeah. right? You agree that, Ruth? Ruth, you got anything else in your end? We'll
2: i think i should pass it to you and maybe uh, we'll, right. we'll circle back here we to go later okay so on. here we
0: go hey you throw it anytime haley this these questions we got we got a little time here the, okay. we need we we're gonna this is like on the boom <laughs> clock so so you you got 60 seconds <laughs> got on each fire. and then mother beth i uh, long-winded like troy no so no no is no, be no 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 we'll try but but, but local be- uh, we'll, we'll fire the questions beth will tell us when, when a minute's up and anybody can do a follow-up question to her answer there here we go all right local reality the fact is you said in episode 1 we discussed very clearly that local trafficking Williamson County Marion yes. Carterville Heron uh, Culp you just named the area right here it is a reality is it yes. happening right here 100% Do we have trafficking sex absolutely tra- sex trafficking yes we have
1: we- sex trafficking and then it's important to note that like not all of it is commercial so like there's also ongoing sexual like sexual abuse and exploitation but it's happening. But yes here. it's abs all yes all of it's happening here
0: and and, and with, with and, and
1: i'd venture to say it's happening
0: in any town Why? right, right. Uh, ruth is from boston massachusetts do you mm-hmm. guys have sexual trafficking at all in boston or is it an unknown thing there
2: i mean i haven't looked into it too much i am sure it happens it's a it's a metropole um, it's something you see any time well, well
1: hidden yeah, but anytime there's right. poverty Likely.
0: Okay, so Haley, if people are listening, I'm gonna. I mean, the up. prevalence
1: of it might be different. The way it looks might be different.
0: I know if you're if you're listening to this podcast, and you're like, you know, I'm driving through Southern Illinois, and you're like, I don't believe it's happening here. Look here, I've just put up Haley's uh, connect at the org If you don't believe it's happening, you email her and, and and give her your phone number, and she will call you, and she will give you specific examples. Sure. I mean, you, you I, mean just, I like yeah if you don't want to call not, her like, hey call with, Tro- Troy in the bounds on- of
1: respecting people's confidentiality I, I, no, no, yeah. no
0: t- just locations you email Troy and on the doc.org I'll tell you exactly where it's happening in this community you do that email me he, uh, yeah I'm just telling you it is happening here I can tell you yeah. what parking lots I can yeah. tell you what truck stops yeah there's
1: some things that like we're working on that like obviously I'm not gonna no, no. Or no,
0: or I'm just sorry. saying you could you give an example. Unravel the things but, I understand. <laughs> but you could give an example where it's occurring yeah, in this community. Absolutely. Unfortunately. Yeah, yeah, I can too. I can I can just name a couple places. I mean,
1: I have dear friends who've, yeah, they, there's been so many situations. We have so hot, many disclosures. We have places
0: of that happening right here in this community. Yeah. We can point. it now. Let, let me follow up with that question here. You did a good job on answering that tight. So, so this is kind of an offer to you. Okay. Local law enforcement is local law enforcement aware that these places and things are happening in our community? Well, I'm aware, aware on a scale of one to five. <laughs> are, are they are they one being, I will say no, I have, or Mayberry, It doesn't happen. Three being yeah, it's happening. Occasionally, five means we're on top of it. and If it happens here, we're going to shut it down so five super enforcement one, no enforcement three kind of apathetic.
1: Uh, there's vast room for improvement. improvement.
0: Is it because Uh, of lack of knowledge? I will say the
1: leadership that I have talked to in law enforcement is very open to growing and learning.
0: I agree. And is
1: very, um, I've had so much support, um, from, uh, from them and, um, from the mayor, the leadership in our town to improve on these things. Um, there is always room for improvement. There is a lot of room for improvement in our area yeah. and, and I think it's still a, a learning curve. It's not to speak poorly on right. our law enforcement. Because right. I do have a good relationship.
0: But I'm seeing I see, see it off. more visibly in um, this community yeah. than I ever have. And and like you said, I yes. agree with you. It's probably always been here underneath. Yeah,
1: there's a lot of like red tape and like logistical things that like can be improved on. And on that side, I think I know what you're. talking I'm about I'm
0: aware of more in the yeah. last year than yeah. I have in my entire 30 years of being around yeah, Southern Illinois. Absolutely,
1: yeah. yeah. I think I think a lot of it too is our law enforcement here are really overwhelmed by the I opioid totally crisis, agree. right? And they're very fo- Like our are, are they have focuses, and we're they're like um what's the word? They're,
0: Opioids. Uh,
1: there it, it any victim math, services here math, in Southern here Illinois are so like overworked and like right. overwhelmed right. that they're. And not to say like not to make excuses for them at all but there's a level of like people are trying to do what they can and I, there's a lot to be improved upon but they need someone to help them get so, there so,
0: so the sex mm-hmm. trafficking becomes a and byproduct. partnerships
1: with NGOs is gonna help right. a lot I
0: agree so so the so so the sex trafficking in our region a lot of times can become a companion piece yes. to the opioid to yeah. the to the uh, was it meth and heroin in, in, in some of our region it, and
1: there's nowhere for those so I think it's important to note, like yeah we have victim services and things but as far as like even residential facilities for people coming out of ongoing Sex trafficking instances—that's like a brand new thing that's happening. Yeah. There's a group from Chicago people- coming down right now, getting ready to open a facility like that. That's Praise the, the first one in. They yeah. will serve the entire southern half of our state, from Effingham on but, down. But basically, wow. you've got people nothing.
0: exploiting their bodies to pay for their drug habit because they're addicted. You know, or
1: so, that's like the entryway. Or it's the it. like The other way, right? Sometimes pimps or Romeos or boyfriends, whatever, will get a girl hooked on war boy but, 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 hooked on opioids and that's the process so it's like which comes first the chicken or the right egg? exactly sometimes but they're both you know, bad in this
0: region right. right now and i would agree yeah, with you I'd the, say opioid that that, the drug things is so flagrant here yeah. and crime is the small crime did- i'd say
1: three things in the local area are the biggest romeos which is just what we call them or lover boys is sometimes what they'll call them it's like older boyfriends or lovers that you know they do this whole kind of like a domestic abuse situation where it's like uh what's that called like love bombing where they'll they'll like woo their girl they'll like maybe they get their hair and nails done like it takes very little mm-hmm. um and then they like they, they groom them and they gain um trust and they exploit that trust and, and and you see that a lot and then you also see like especially like up in st louis we saw this a lot as like uh crews like gangs and stuff. So, Romeo's is Gangs one are growing is a lot a in second, our area. Is, is
0: Cruz your second one?
1: I mean I don't know the like statistics of like right. what's more prevalent but I'd say these these are the things from you, my experience I've seen several a lot. different styles. Yeah.
0: Romeo's one style. Yeah. Cruz, gangs running together.
1: Yeah I mean and, and then also like like you see you know parents and stuff exploiting their own children mm-hmm. and things like that um as far as like commercial sex trafficking outside of just sexual abuse but um also oh it was my third yeah, the gangs is it's really big in the gang serving your crew and stuff. And that's mm-hmm. another one that you see mm-hmm. a lot. And then like, yeah, the, the drug crisis plays a lot into it. it. Into that. Not to say that it's like confined to those three things, but those are the things you see a lot of, right?
0: Well, well let me, I'm going to make, I'm going to make, I'm going to throw out an offer to the, the mosaic initiative. And this is whether it's helpful or not you, you, you decide, but Putting me on the spot. Again. No, 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 it's okay. You don't have to take it here. I'm just gonna just make an offer as yeah. the pastor of Community Faith Church and somebody that's highly engaged here with the Heron House of Hope with with what's going on in this community. Our facility here at Community Faith Church, we have able to do video, we're able to do Zoom premium yeah. conferencing, we're able to bring in people and put them on the screen. We're able to tape and record it. I would be glad for Community Faith Church, I'd be, be glad for our foundation, Hands of Hope, to partner with you at any point in time. If you want to do any kind of law enforcement training on sex trafficking and being able to identify it and cope with it, if you want to try to bring in anybody to help with that as a yeah. resource, and you want somebody to stand up and go speak to our mayors and ask if our local our local LEOs, our law enforcement officers, would yeah. like to come, I would be glad to host an event here with the Great. Mosaic taking leadership and bringing whatever resources you want in and I would be glad to to extend my relationship with Mayor Apshur, yeah. with uh, Mayor Fertini, and them, and invite yeah. them in. And I will promise you this: we'll provide a place, the resources. I'll help you with that, but you have to bring the resources and, and the right right yeah. apparatus. And I'll make sure our Barbecue Hero teams provides a meal to those local law enforcement that great. honors their work. We'll feed them a. Uh, I'm a three-time partner and part of a world championship uh, John was best barbecue. brisket I've ever had brisket ribs we will feed them a meal of honor like we treat all people in law enforcement all our first responders we'll feed a meal that day that they will love the fact that they came and yeah. in the meantime you equip them with what they need to, to bring people to bear and strengthen them yeah, to attack awesome. this so anytime you want to do a workshop yeah. or an event well I mean, will we appreciate that, I'm dead yeah. serious on that so. and
1: and you know we're, we hosted our, our training for churches here and uh, all of the hospitality of our church we really appreciate and hands of hope foundation but i sure. think
0: i think if you've got the right yeah. kind of person to come in and train We've, them i I've, think they would value that
1: yeah yeah i yeah. i've am in current conversations with chief Fitz, and uh, you know he, he's been really supportive of it uh his wife is was even part of casa so she's like really familiar with um that whole system and um the the sexual abuse that happens in in our area um so um well, and Mayor Abshore too. I've had oh, several yeah. candid conversations with him. I, I really, really respect both of them and they uh, really care about our community. They really do and, and they, they want to learn. Yeah. And I think uh this particular group that I've found to come in um would be really uh it would really change things in the area.
0: I would like to just see our local law enforcement. I know. In the prosecution,
1: we've talked I've talked yeah. a little bit with Brandon Zanotti, too. Yeah, He's get on the, board. I'd like to have them in He's here great. too. Yeah,
0: we'll buy well, Hey, Bill. Like bills, a part of our barbecue team here. He will we'll barbecue bill. Will you barbecue with me? All right. We'll, we'll barbecue. We'll host it. We'll do yeah. whatever we can to help you. If you bring the right people in and I'll help you. I'll help you do the invites. Yeah. And, yeah. and, and we're Italian in this area in a way that they cannot refuse. We're going to encourage them <laughs> with an offer. They cannot <laughs> refuse barbecue. You yeah. feed the guys, you bring them in, you honor them. But at the same time, let's equip them with something yeah. fresh. So,
1: so the thing I like about the group that we're bringing into is he's really the whole deal that he has is you can't like. The deal is if he comes in you will not arrest the sex workers but it's all focused on those who are organizing and like the and like pimps and sex buyers all right so it's
0: great next question Hmm. porn is a window is porn (laughs) ladies jumping around i know i gotta go get to it is porn a window is it a is it a starter drug to this what do you think well the starter drug to down the road of sex trafficking well i can say
1: two things about porn being i mean it's definitely a tool for exploitation um every single girl that i had porn was involved in their case somehow whether it was they were shown like people they were shown what exact, like what services the man were wanting from them so like i think obviously it played into the role somehow by fantasy and then there's statistics about how ever like a percentage of trafficking victims have like a large percentage of I think it's like I want to say 40 percent but I don't want to just like quote numbers that I don't know um but it is a significant we'll say a significant percent um have uh video like pornography made of them during their trafficking Mm -hmm. and so we can tell you right now that there is exploitive um pornography and there's no real way to tell whether that person has truly given consent or not from the other side hey, of the hey, film. So
0: let me follow right. up. does does pornography then but, create an yes. alternative reality uh that that desensitizes us to yeah, creating I, a culture that allows I sex think trafficking. It can
1: be definitely an introduction into well one, you're not it's not a true look into what real healthy sexual relationships look like. I think we could all pretty right. much agree with that. Highly racist highly sexist, um, there's fetishization of younger girls, like the number one ser- search, you can go on Pornhub and look at their most searched words. It might kind of disturb you, I promise it will, um, but one of them is teen. Yeah. And so we've created that through pornography and that, like, like you know, and, and it's, it's crazy because the trends will follow that. It, it's kind of concerning, like um, when the things came out about, oh, the Olympic coach that was mm-hmm. molesting his, um, constant thing was like you know coach destroys teen like gymnast Mm -hmm. that was like the top the top pornography like it follows the trends of that and so there is like even on mainstream porn there it's like highly like violent very degrading like i think it's definitely creates a fantasy and like Mm -hmm. it i think it like uh introduces these ideas yeah. Yeah. to I, places yeah. where it may not have already been
0: and it certainly don't you don't you agree that and it when, probably heightens yeah. the aggressiveness of people today absolutely much more aggressive and the
1: age of introduction is so much younger than what it used to be like
0: mm-hmm.
1: a, and pornography it did like severe pornography and masturbation like addictions
0: are like much or very high
1: start so much younger yeah. right. because of access like you know I, even from when i was younger to now like i think how, like I was probably in high school when Instagram was start like you know when fa- Facebook was getting big um so there even from like when I was a child to now there's like definitely more access but I remember being a, a small kid get on the library computer looking because I was really into spy kids uh-huh. so I looked up like spyware or something ended up on some like interesting mm. sites. my dad was like ah no right yeah
0: so, like, right. you can search you almost know, anything yeah
1: so I, I definitely do think that like And we talked about this earlier like there is psychological like study like there are there is actual literature like literature and studies that say that like the experience of first really have like a particular hold on the brain and so i think if you your first sexual like experience or like even introduction into anything sexual is violent aggressive behavior you learn that as like a normal, and that and that's kind of trained you, your brain. You, if you start
0: right. there at that unreality, yeah. Sip, and they do, do say you pornography like
1: releases dopamine in your brain. uh Similar, they studied the effects it had on the brain, and it's just like hardcore drugs. And so I think that's the issue with pornography is it leaves you wanting more and more and more. Right. And um. Because and dopamine, I mean, I know Jeffrey, dopamine
0: like, uh, the dopamine in the brain becomes addicted to the desire to yeah. have that release so whatever gives that release whatever way you yeah. do it you know you,
1: and you like get- one of the most infamous serial killers was it Jeffrey Jeffrey Dahmer it was a uh, mm-hmm. Zac Efron just played him in a, a movie Ted Bundy. Oh. Ted, Bundy. Ted Bundy I misquoted yeah. that earlier I said yep. Jeffrey Dahmer I meant right. Ted Bundy and you know he's kind of crazy at the end in general but like one of the thing I've watched one of his interviews and he, that's what he said he, I mean he definitely took a lot of the responsibility off of himself and blamed it on this but I think he had a point is like every person I've met in here that has raped or killed has had a severe addiction to hardcore pornography, like hardcore pornography.
0: Which creates that access, that desensitization, that yeah. alternate reality.
1: And that need for violence, because it actually numbs your sense. Like,
3: it's a cascading effect. Yeah.
0: yeah. But but you yeah. but, but we, so people could relate, you don't have to be into porn to do that. Well, you can be into working out, lifting weights. Yeah. All that creates a release of endorphins and, yeah. and things uh-huh. and it has a feel good feeling. When you come in from working out, you get that pump feeling. You're going to all of us are going to get that. You just got to decide to do that with the right things. Yeah, and you can right. things can become very healthy become coping skills, yeah. Healthy coping skills, healthy ways. And that's not
1: to create like shame like to be like, "Oh, if you struggle with pornography i don't like you i think you're a terrible person and you're the reason people are exploited
0: it's everywhere am it's i being easy candid and it,
1: saying right. that yeah you may be contributing to it yeah i'll be i'll be a little cheeky and and challenge you on that but i also like have so many people i love who have struggled through addiction and um i i don't mean that i'm not trying to be condemning or anything um I, I shared this with troy he knows about it too triple x church if you're looking Thank for you. a resource like i never want to talk about pornography and, and pornography addiction without offering resources mm-hmm. to get yourself help it's because Xchurch. yeah it it's triplexchurch.com I, I believe dot com. and they have a lot of resources for men and women struggling and monitoring with pornography. to help
0: you with accountability mm-hmm. with, help you with it Hey guys, listen, don't, don't, don't be scared of that. And Dude. it's a
1: real addiction. I mean, it's a real issue it's, and it, it any, takes a lot of strength to like anybody overcome that. can get like caught up in else. it.
0: It's almost a cultural norm to watch it now. Cause it's everywhere at every TV level at every show level. What we didn't see back years ago, we now see. They oh, suggest
1: yeah. it for couples and like sex therapy. Like that's like the first thing they suggest. We, so it's, it's not normalized. a good. It's
0: not a good thing for sex therapy. It's no. not. It's not. Yeah.
1: We, and I think that's the whole point, right? It's like we're trying to reteach ourselves and our culture what healthy sexual relations, consensual right. relationships are.
0: Right. So, so Ruth. And you, that's important. Ruth, you mentioned in our pre-show mm-hmm. here. You mentioned access. Also, <laughs> she mentioned access and the, the, the taboo factor. How does that factor in this that we've we've dropped that in your studies it's like everything goes and and there's less shame but then there seems to be more shame I don't know
2: Well I think you know what I meant by that is just that you know before and I can't like speak to this on a personal level or yeah. anything this is just my speculation but before in order to access this kind of stuff you had to, you knew that was like, you had to go to the back, everyone could see you. The seedy place. Yeah, and it wasn't something you you wanted to talk about, and so there was a level of shame associated with it that I think probably led to, you know, you're not gonna talk about it with your friends, you're less likely to make it known to other people that this is something that you're interested in.
1: And you're probably less likely to seek like you would have to like almost seek it out versus like you're less likely to right no one's telling you about it, it if that right, makes sense right.
2: whereas i think now it it's more of something that oh like go to instagram we, and like we joke about yeah. it together we talk about it like yeah. we yeah. you know give each other recommendations i don't know and i think that yeah makes it it's much like what you see there then becomes like much more acceptable it's if it's something that you know that everybody else is watching mm-hmm. you know that everybody else has access to you know it it becomes yeah. something that can be a part of your life
1: i mean even like the way that like online dating has changed like casual sexual encounters and like the ease of of like coming across that you know i i just think there's like a lot with the like social media like taking a bigger rise in the internet i mean Like we said i can't speculate on whether it's more prevalent or not but we're definitely more aware of it but i because we're more aware of it i think we have a bigger responsibility like we have a responsibility we're not in blissful ignorance we have a responsibility to change the culture especially within the church i think that's where it's going to come from and we have to not be afraid to address these issues like i've there's been lots of churches that i've gone to and they never once talked about pornography they never once talked about like healthy sexual relationships within marriage or right. like they, they they really that's one of the things i love about our churches we're not like afraid to touch on those things because it's right. it's a real thing that people are really dealing with and they need, they need to, to be able to talk it. about that right and yeah. celebrate and celebrate with like healthy sexual consent consensual sexual relationships should be celebrated mm-hmm. you know that's a it's a thing that like god created it's a beautiful thing like i think you know there's been a lot of positive things with like in the last 50 years, even of like women and their role in sex, and like knowing that it isn't just for procreation, and like, right, you know, honoring like it being hey, like God gave us a fun and supposed thing. to be enjoyable for everybody, right. like not just one person, right? You know, I think there's been a lot. It's interesting because I think while we've had the rise of like negative things, it'd be dismissive to not acknowledge the like somewhat like we there's more voice. I feel like there's. Yeah. more people that like we like even with the me too movement and say what you will about it um i think there's a lot of people that found out they weren't alone in that
0: it's a lot more prevalent more people there were, wouldn't yeah. have been that many yeah.
1: stories if it
2: or if if thinking it, yeah.
0: about like marital rape
2: and what it means right. to like have sexual yeah. autonomy mm-hmm. and you know within a married relationship i think is super important that's something that yeah. i think has a long way to go still and date rape is a huge yeah. thing
1: too like yeah. the yeah, yeah. They a lot talking. of the girls that like a lot of my friends that have experienced earlier really just situations like that and and instances of rape. A lot of it's date rape.
0: Yeah, Beth and I were yeah. talking about the other night that yeah it really touches almost everybody you know somehow yeah. or another. Let me let me ask a couple two more questions here. I got on my list here. D- d- do you think that the hypersexualization of our society because it's so accessible even at a very younger age today you get access a lot more. Uh, access, the fact that there's a, less of a taboo factor than we used to have. And and, and it's like, w- what people are seeing at their first entry level could be much higher than what they would have seen at entry yeah. level 20 years ago. Do you think the hypersexualization, then also the hyper glamorization today, the the, the the focus on products and look and and, and I, I want to have this and that do you think that's making victimization a little more easier today? Uh, because of the desire is greater than the evaluation of the worth? <laughs> Not the mm-hmm. worth of the person but the worth of what you're getting into do you think there's a drive for that do you think there's a push do you think it's been commercialized and it's being pulled on by everybody
1: i mean i don't know i think that like i mean and i hate to just say women because like like i shared with you earlier Both sides today i think it was like i read a statistic that was 20 of men have experienced sexual abuse
0: just looking and that's at,
1: probably a really conservative number
0: I'd say it is I, absolutely but just yeah. looking and so, at, it,
1: and i never want it to sound like i'm just like an advocate for women because right. i 100 percent believe in backing yeah. men and, and it's yes. a huge untalk like very tough ta- like i still think that we have way far to go in that because yes. it's still seen as a women's movement not right. as a right everyone yeah. movement
0: well look
3: for but years to victims. say
1: like i mean women were thought of as property just like what like a little over 50 years ago Well, that's not changed mm-hmm. in some countries still it's, it's not, still not it's still not days, changed and so not, yeah. so i think like is it just to say that it's just the hypersexualization, like yes, is there hyper hypersexualization of like teenagers happening to some degree right now? Yeah, I think mm-hmm. so. I mean, like I like I said earlier, Miley Brown, she was you know the star of Stranger Things. I think was named as one of the like world like top ten like or top hundred sexiest women or something something. They redacted it really quickly but like just the idea that like she was a minor and that was a thing like, right. but I don't know that that's new. Like it's look at Christina Aguilera, Britney Spears, like all these things like yeah. where Disney has been a proponent of a lot
0: of that. But right. let me ask you, how has that worked out for all those, almost all that's a train wreck? I mean, I mean yeah, when you- Yeah, but there's
1: a lot of abuse in Hollywood and everything too on top of
0: Yeah,
1: and so that's the thing, like, I don't know, like it's hard for me to speculate because I wasn't around We just see the train wrecks quicker
0: today because of social media think but like i mean you go
1: past like even just like the 1900s you go even further like you know raping and pillaging was just like commonplace it was part of war it was child marriage like i mean you look at like what happened in vietnam like there's so many like children who were products of soldiers (laughs) raping women there you know like it it so it's it's a little challenging of a question for me because do i think it's a do i think that's dangerous what's happening in our culture Absolutely. Do I think it's the full cause of it? No. Like I no, think no, that there's I've, always yeah. been depravity and stuff, but oh, I yeah. I do think it's like I think it's a huge problem because it's so many people are seeing it all at one time and it's it's pervasive. I think. I think, right. I think it's what really Ruth said like earlier, though, to, yeah. it
0: makes the responsibility we have to communicate and train I our that children. Was actually, who well, really said you, that. Well, it Was both of you, but but in the resources stuff, to be a better resource, to communicate, to teach, to train our kids, to talk openly. Or you said openly. You say openly. What was it? And openly. I, open. What was it openly? Openly, open, honestly, honest and often. Often. Yeah, we need to do that. So let me. Wrap but with, I.
1: I think it's important to note too that like, just because someone is hope, hypersexualized by someone else, like you know, I don't. Like, I think we often use that to take the responsibility off of the party 100%. that is t- sexualizing t- them. T- t- totally agree. And I, totally that's agree. the one thing about the, like, more empowerment movement that I, I do, like, agree with because there is a level of, like, no, like, learn how to control yourself and not look at people yeah. like a sexual object. Do I think it, we're creating an environment where it's very hard for people to do that because of everything yeah. they're surrounded with? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, right. I, yeah. I, like, I there has to be responsibility on all parts. Yeah, like, I think on, you said
0: that better on though. the
1: abuser. Like there has to be. I
0: didn't intend yeah. for my question to come off as this. Yeah, and the I know you hypersexual women yeah. is their fault. I I was coming off as of saying is. Our society is hypersexualized. it's so much so that on the male side because it, it's pushed by industry it's pushed by desire it's pushed by ads it's pushed by and i think media. the responsibility
1: is taken off of but them but my point is that, yeah. yeah they yeah, think it, 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 is. It, it is they it, think I, it is. My, I
0: think yeah but my point is it can be used the other side is grooming because we we, we yeah. push that we desire yeah. that you, know. you see that even with it's like... a whole cultural failure i think
2: well i mean and i, I really don't think it's that recent like think about when Lolita no. was written you know like it Oh, yeah, right. it's been around like older yeah. men lusting after younger girls. It's been around forever. Yeah. It's just, I, I, I agree with but, but I totally. do think
1: yeah. like, um, so like one of the things, one of the rules that we had in our in our home when I worked with minors, can we have sex trafficking in St. Louis? Was we like wouldn't allow music that glorified the life. It turns out that's really hard to do. <laughs> like it really yep. narrows down because it, it is it is pervasive. It is part of the culture. I mean, you know, yep. there's quite a bit of songs about it glorifying it and i do think that plays into some of the grooming process because it is glorified it is accepted in mainstream culture
3: gosh when i was a teenager music had a huge influence on me absolutely you know and and on how i thought about yeah. sex and drinking and yeah. you know yeah it yeah. was that but was fun. Many more that was path, how you had fun you know but there's
0: many more paths today which accentuates our responsibility as the church as christians as ngos and i think it's
1: it's really all about like we need to raise the next gen like the upcoming generations with a sense of responsibility right but to do that and i think that's like through all things like you know we we have to learn how to like that's how you move from a survivor to a thriver. Right. Yeah. You know, and with and, that. and there is healing and like that has to be found and we want to empower the people to be able to do those But things. that
0: has to be demonstrated yeah. first and foremost by by those that yeah. are in positions of power. We've got to humble ourselves. We've got to take a look at the systems that have been yeah. created. Yeah. And you it can do that with, be like, like, by yeah. the church. By the I mean, church. Oh, well, well, the the be... church has been a proponent of really turning its head on a lot of it right. and frankly engaging in a lot of it and causing right. a lot of it. We're
3: supposed to be in the world. Yeah. Yeah. So whether it's commission or
0: omission, both are wrong. Right. Yeah, and there needs to and be. And I think,
1: and I think, like a lack of compassion too. Like I yeah. think we tend to go one way or the other. Like I've yes. seen a lot of interesting conversations around modesty recently, and some of them are really problematic, and some of them are like, like I don't, like I value modest, like I value those things biblically, but also like when the responsibility is fully put on one party and not the other. It, it's it's problematic but too. don't you
0: don't you agree we all need to take responsibility yes on both sides of the To sex take responsibility yes. and young people we need to all work together yeah to take yeah.
1: responsibility yes but that's not to say right. that like and to be very clear is not to say that the way you dress is your fault for being you know
0: agreed yeah absolutely agreed.
1: harassed or anything like that no. are there are there steps that you can take to be more safe and to try and prevent things yes but could you really shouldn't you, have to you shouldn't have to And it's not also like, it is a world we live in, yeah. And we we shouldn't have to, those things we can do to not put yourself in like those types of positions. But at the same time, there are some situations that you're not going to be able to avoid and it's not your fault. But from
0: a pastoral perspective, we live in a fallen world. Yeah, absolutely. Right, I was going to say, I
3: shouldn't have to lock my, doors. my door, my door of my house either. But if not, I should be able to walk right. down a street. I'm just alone saying, and... like
1: to survivors who are listening, like if they didn't take those precautions, I think it's really easy. It's to not their feel fault. Feel like it's their fault. It's yeah, not. Yeah, I, I totally agree. Yeah, but there no. are there things that you can do to best, like to try and protect yourself. Yes, it's right. not always going to prevent those things, but like you know, like I had different boundaries for myself, like with even drinking around, like. People like who I trusted, what it, you know, things right. like that. Right. Not to say like that. Not I, to let yourself. Yeah. You because have to there do were that. some situations that I was right. in that were, I did all of the the preventative things and I still ended up in really precarious situations, locked right. in a room with a dude who's trying to, you know. Right. That and, well, and like, I experienced assault in that way, like at a Christian college. Right. You know. Right. So
3: and it's like my pastor used to tell, um, the young men in our church, you know it's it's both of your responsibilities and if you would see women as your sisters you or know your or mother, if, or so if you start coming. having impure thoughts about them or something stop just turn your head do something else do yeah it's and your I, I think responsibility it's when you say both it's your not, responsibility
1: it like kind of it, puts like a blame
3: no no, no i'm saying yeah i think that's how people hear it to to teach their teach, sons yeah to see women to respect yeah so in a respectful manner yeah right and i think not to see them as i think it's valuable
1: to teach like girls and empower girls to respect themselves too
0: you know yes but don't you think don't you think the whole thing comes back to self-respect on any side of the spectrum you've got it you've got to be able to be you and be your whole you and who god created you to be yeah i think our
1: it's hard because like our generation maybe sees that in a different way Mm. so that's what's interesting like i mean with the modesty all those conversations it is like really like interesting and i'm still like figuring out what i think on all of it right
0: yeah but go. But um, no matter what you think about it yeah you've got to come back to the biblical i think there's mandate like yeah that we are our brothers and sisters keeper yeah we need like to respect I, each other yeah and do the right things with i try to and like
1: honor my husband in the way that, that doesn't i dress justify in the way that i act and anybody but it would behavior. never justify like me dressing a certain way would never justify someone's taking advantage of me right, right. exactly no. never ever and i, and I realize right. that that's what you're saying but just right. to clarify for listeners, we are
0: we right. are our right. brothers and sisters keeper the bible says because because yeah. we're to love god and we're to love yeah. each other and there and we should need be to- some
1: protection from like men too like like i think that we've kind of taken responsibility off of others to be protective. because like I-, I saw this post the other day and kind of got to me it was like every woman knows a friend who's been abused but yet mm-hmm. somehow all the men don't know abusers mm-hmm.
0: all no I, all, all, they, all, they, the, men all the men all the men know they all do
1: it. and so like where are? They? But
0: when you're when you're on the power right. side, I of think it, you that we need to make room yeah. for
1: men in the conversation because I think that they feel like they don't have a place at the table and mm-hmm. it's problematic because where we're gonna see change is like not to say like women are can be perpetrators. That's oh, absolutely one hundred percent. But are the sure. majority of them men? Yeah. So yeah. it's a it's a problem that like we need to have conversation in like teaching
0: conversation is good and we need to empower people through conversational learning but the bottom line is each of us have to take responsibility Individual our responsibility, behavior yeah. for our actions yeah. and doing things appropriately biblically yeah. for ourselves and as we love ourselves and take care of ourselves do yeah. the same for the other people that are yeah. around you I have and to if, honor my husband's right. consent
1: just as he has to honor mine we, yeah and whether we're and married or not to somebody we
0: should rep- we should honor everybody's consent and so I think that's the key is that we love God. We love each other. God doesn't save us forcefully. He waits for us to free will decide whether we want to be Christian or not. In the same way with our bodies, we need to make sure that we're making decisions of our own accord. We're not driven by other things. We need to let people have the freedom to really decide, as for me and my house, how are we yeah. going to do this? It, it, it's been a great conversation. I hope you watch the Mosaic Initiative. It, it's very powerful. I think we've some very cool things to talk about here. We're way long. These three podcasts right, have been way longer than we've Sorry. ever been on any. Uh, Haley has no reins Sorry. on this, but she's got uh, a great heart and a great passion for the Lord. It's just uh, it's, so much It's a very about. important it's subject. It's hard to like squeeze it into is. that amount of time. So, so let me just say, if you want to find more about the Mosaic Initiative, uh, you can see the information on the screen. Check it out. Connect at the mosaicinitiative.org. You can email her. You can get on her website as well. And you can certainly donate to the organization at the donate link on their website. And also on their Facebook site, they've got the Mosaic Initiative you can find them there it's it's a, been a great conversation Ruth thank you so much you thank have you been a blessing me. we're not done with you we're gonna get a few more podcasts out of you before you get back to Boston and Harvard so we've been <laughs> glad to have you we're gonna be learning hey we'll be focusing in on Ruth on a podcast to come so we're gonna can't get wait. into her business we can't wait she's gonna be great it's been great so check out we're our website it, yeah we can't wait uh, B- B- mother Beth thank you Haley just incredible work you're doing thank you for all your leadership hey,
1: thanks
0: today. for having me yeah. yeah find us at onthedoc.org you can find out all our platforms and links and all that stuff emails at info at on the if you want more information find us on our platforms youtube spotify itunes go find us also over on google podcast facebook roku rumble and Sermonet, and social media at facebook instagram twitter and telegram we'd love to hear your comments and your inputs and share your stories with us and just reach out to us and always subscribe hit like notify and make comments and we always want you to be our partner on patreon or a sponsor of one of our shows coming up you can go there and find out how just go to patreon and find on the doc.org if you can't find it go to onthedock.org find the link over to that and you can find our platforms there and finally last but not least if you don't have a church home we'd love to have you at community faith church we meet sundays at 10 o'clock wednesdays at 6 30. you can check out our online presence at www.coftv.com and we also have a broadcast that we do at both 10 and 6 30 at our community faith church uh YouTube and Facebook channels. We'd love to have you here present. And if you can, you can also join us on the virtual campus. Again, ladies, thank you so much. It's been a powerhouse. Been Man, you good. guys are just tough to, to manage. It's like, it's, like, it's <laughs> like I mean, there's a lot of passion and good leadership here. I hope you listen to all these and really learn from these and grow from these and share these. And and Haley, that, that last word you told us as parents, uh, open honest and often make sure you have an open honest and often communications Absolutely. with your kids make sure you're not hiding from the information and let's get out there and do some great things get out of the shallows and into the deep i'm pastor troy with on the doctoral we'll season